Hey folks, hope you enjoyed the podcast. This free teaser of the main episode features 10 posts, but you can get the full episode with an additional 20 posts, plus our witty banter and all that good stuff, plus fun segments like MGTOW and This Ain't It Chief, plus a preview of next week's episode, only over at patreon.com slash report this post. Not only that, but there's an additional bonus episode every week for our beautiful patrons and other fun stuff, all available at patreon.com slash report this post. Help support the show. It'll do a lot for us. It'll make us feel better about spending all of our goddamn free time looking up posts for your guys' uh, amusement. And enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 135 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. I will see you in a life. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener selects a different topic and then finds horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic has chosen a listener who goes by the name Banjo Kaczynski mm. is David Lynch. Wonderful. That uh, kooky little pretentious director we all pretend to love to impress the girls that we talk to online. <laughs> yeah. The author, David. Yeah. Um, so uh, D- uh, David Lynch, uh, before we, before, okay, before we get into it, we have to go over some big, some big news. Uh, if you are listening to this show, uh, the day it comes out, which would be April 18th. Does that sound right? Yep. That would mean that in one day, we will be doing another live show uh, on Zoom for our patrons over at patreon.com slash report this post. And what that means, if you're unaware, is that we do a show at 9 p.m. Eastern where Christian and I read a bunch of posts. We we shoot the shit, folks. We just hang out. We have some fun, and we also have our listeners join in. They read some posts to us, and uh, that would mean you as well. And if you're not a patron and you want to be a part of the festivities, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash report this post, sign up for just a couple bucks a month. Uh, And in doing so, you would also contribute to our uh, very important fund to get the number of patrons uh, to the number of 500, because when we do that, we will then do a very special Stormfront episode for all of our listeners where we uh spend even more time on that website to find <laughs> what i, I mean six it, hours a day <laughs> not just four folks yeah uh just it, it would be a absolute beautiful mega episode of stormfront posts that will 
shock and titillate the mind and ear. Uh, so you're going to want to go over to patreon.com to do that. Uh, unless you don't want to, then, uh, hey, uh, go do your own thing. What are you, what are you doing? Huh? What are you guys doing? Anyway? Make your own podcast. Everybody else is. Go, yeah. Go, go start your own Patreon. <laughs> you could probably just go to the website yourself and read the post, and it would be a, about the same experience. So <laughs> I guess there's no reason to do it now that I think. But you know what? Forget it. The podcast is over. We're done. Okay. Bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. God damn. Easiest yet. Um, that would be a very Lynchian way to do an episode, wouldn't it? I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of if David we, Lynch, if we were yep. recast in the middle of the episode, then yeah, that would be Lynchian. <clears throat> but um, well, there's so David Lynch, a director, uh-huh. famous for, I would say, perhaps at this point, uh, as he's withering to dust, he's going to be dead very soon. He's very old. Uh, he'll probably be most remembered in 20 years, let's say, for Twin Peaks. Uh, probably. I think that's his most accessible piece of media that he's made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was a TV show, two seasons in the early 90s. Correct. Uh, back w- before uh, people did TV shows that had like uh, s- storylines that would last more than an episode. Yeah, it was prestige TV before that was ever a thing. Yeah. Yeah, probably about seven or eight years before The Sopranos, which really sort of kicked that off for the uh, the early aughts. Um, yeah, this was... Uh, you had uh, two seasons. They, were, they had the same storyline throughout. Mm-hmm. There was some real... Uh, sort of, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a continuation of a storyline. They kind of... The second season finished the first storyline and then started a second yeah and uh it was a real wackadoodle thing because uh sure. david lynch is known for his uh, dreamlike sort of uh directing um a lot of his movies have scenes that don't seem to really make a whole lot of sense sure some people take issue with those scenes as we'll uh read later on um and uh some of his movies like Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, Lost Highway, Blue Velvet, Dune, famously. Mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of things that he's done that are uh, controversial. And uh, Twin Peaks, uh, you're, a, you're a big fan of Twin Peaks. I am. I, I very much enjoy the first season and part of the second season of Twin Peaks. I am one of those people that did not like the third season of Twin Peaks. So for my brief research, that seems rare. Yeah. Most people really enjoyed it. I don't like it. I think it's too weird and too disjointed. Um, but I'm glad he got to make it. So that's good. Um, well, it, it seems like almost like even David Lynch fell victim to the 90s reboot of TV shows that's been yeah, going on lately. Kind of. There's kind of some of that. There's there's definitely kind of some parts of it were rushed because of production and uh, sure not not the quality wise, but just I don't know. It just didn't feel it didn't feel the same to me. It was a little. Yeah. I mean, I remember when a uh, fucking Arrested Development came back to Netflix that, that that just it was just not the same thing. No. Uh, when Family Guy came back from being canceled, it was the same. It was like, all right, you got probably wouldn't better if it just stayed canceled. <laughs> Still going strong though, folks. We love <sighs> when, those wacky oh griffins. God. It was all these that I remember. 
I couldn't sleep when the night before it was coming back from being so canceled. That's fucking gross. That's 2000. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was an OG Family Guy fan. I watched it uh, premiere. It was after the Super Bowl in 1999 or something like that. Uh, huge fan. Uh, I would still defend those early episodes, uh, but I remember, you know, probably was what 2005 when it came back, something like that. Yeah, Maybe 2004. It was 2006 because I was in college. Ooh, came back. Um, and uh, I just I, first like three episodes, I was like, this, what the fuck is this? Is just not the same thing. And I was like, and uh, just being so fucking disappointed and yet uh, here we are 15 years later it's still on the fucking air <laughs> what the fuck and meanwhile uh, stuff like twin peaks can't even come back and do a good job uh, 25 years later so so about two years ago my wife and i uh, sat down to watch twin peaks and uh, that was when i realized that uh, i can't watch stuff anymore mm. um uh i i remember enjoying it and uh, but i was like okay saw the first season's like cool that was that was fun and then uh, she's like you want to start season two i was like ah not really even though i liked it Uh, i had the same thing with stranger things where i was just like that was great i loved it uh okay don't need any more of it i i and i applaud you i think that's a great way to watch twin peaks anybody out there that's interested in watching it watch the first season and uh that's all you need that's all you need it's a good little story yeah uh, a tight little a tight little uh 10 episode uh, that must be that. the british in me where they're like <laughs> you, you they like can that. have an entire series that's like seven episodes and they're like all right we're good we're, yeah we don't need any more and in America, it's, you know, 26 seasons, sure. 26 episode seasons. Just going on and on. So anyway, what else we got? So Elephant Man is another one of his movies. We didn't actually find any post related to that one for this show because uh, it's actually a good flick. And uh, most people that see it enjoy it. So um, he has that in that one about the old guy on the tractor. You know that movie? Oh, that he's like driving across the country or whatever? Yeah, and that that's just like a movie. There's absolutely nothing Lynch about it at all. Yeah, it's a, it's the a name of a uh, state or something. Yeah, I know what oh, you're it's, talking It's about. like a, a simple... Mm, we're going to find out real quick what it's called. A uh, tractor movie. Because it's, it's a rated G. The straight story. It's a rated G movie uh, from 1999. Uh starring a Richard Farnsworth in the lead role where it's about a guy who uh, learns one day that his distant brother has suffered a stroke and may not recover. So he wants to make things right. His brother so he, uh, from Wisconsin to Iowa, he drives across in his tractor to get there. Ah, released by Walt Disney pictures. Hmm. It's, it's on Disney plus. Wow. Okay. There's a David Lynch movie on there. A rated G David Lynch movie is on Disney plus. <laughs> Great. I don't know why he did that and uh, wh- why he, who knows? He was, he was a, uh, he was a contender for, to do return of the Jedi as well. Oh yeah. Yes, he was. So that's another fun trivia. If folks didn't know that. That would have been interesting. 
uh, we probably wouldn't have gotten Ewoks, David Lynch Ewoks in, in that one, but what a shame if we wouldn't have gotten those weird little guys. But yeah, or we could have had the little guy from uh, Twin Peaks. Could have been a bunch of those guys <laughs> instead of Ewoks. Just a bunch of the man from another place. Yep, we love to see it. Now, speaking of interesting, why don't we get to these damn posts we've been talking about for a couple of years now? All right, terrific. So user of the dapper sort went to our movies to ask, what the hell is Lost Highway about? A now deleted user commented, Robert Blake is great in it. Hollywood should give him a second chance. Hmm. Fihi 22 replied, uh, that's okay. He's about quote unquote innocent as OJ. The deleted user responded, innocent or not, Bonnie Lee Blakely was a pretty rotten person. There's a big difference between her and Nicole Brown. And Baby Yaga Parenting added, so she deserved to get shot in a car? Bad people are freebies for murderers? Come on, man, he's still a murderer. And the deleted user closed out the thread by stating, acquitted. You can accuse Beretta of whatever you want, but in the eyes of the law, he's innocent. Okay. <laughs> What a way to start, huh, folks? <laughs> the debate about Robert Blake for some reason. He was great in that flick. I mean, I agree. I agree. He was, uh, I don't know about getting a second chance after uh, blowing a lady away in the front seat of his car, but. Uh... But there's a great Gary Shandling joke about that. Or it was like uh, Robert Blake claims that he uh, he went inside a restaurant he saw his wife, he came back and he found out his wife was dead and someone took the gun out of his uh, glove compartment and killed her and then put it back. I mean, what are the odds a guy could be that lucky? <laughs> I, I massacred it, but it's, the idea of a joke is like that's pretty good. Gary Shanley, we miss him. R.I.P. We'll talk more about him in the Gary Shandling episode we have coming up. Uh, Star of the Marvel Universe, Gary Shandling. Really? What? Oh, yeah. He's in some of those movies. What was it? Was he? Let me guess. Uh, Venom. Uh, no, he was a senator. He was a corrupt senator. Ooh. There seem to be a lot of those kind of guys in these uh, these mutant movies. Yeah. A lot of political agendas going on for sure. Now, when's Lynch going to do a Marvel movie? we'll get to that <laughs> we do have something touching on that i believe user educational ad 3757 posted this on our david lynch i am writing a fan paper mail to david lynch i am sending my short script i just want to see what he thinks of it i don't want him to turn it into a film do you think i'll be able to send it <laughs> uh, user sapphire x161 said this David Lynch doesn't watch movies. Why in the world would he read a script by an unknown? Write him a letter. Tell him how he has changed your life. You'll have a good feeling, and he doesn't have to be bothered reading somebody's scribblings. I really don't want to offend you, but you are aware that he is the most prolific filmmaker living today. Mm. You are aware that every waiter in L.A. is trying to push their script on anybody. So really, you have to be a preteen or you are highly delusional. <laughs> and the OP responded, I'm not delusional. I am a visionary. Mm. 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 Uh, further down the thread, someone asked what the movie was about. And the OP said, my script is about a man who sees a mysterious black dog after his wife dies. Cool. I uh, based it off a story I read as a child by a Mr. Uh, 
R.L. Stein. It was a very spooky. It left a big impression on me. He's a visionary. So <laughs> imagine thinking that you're going to send a really shitty script to a director and like that they're going to automatically make that. Like, I don't I do not want him to turn this into a film. I just want him to read it like, OK, uh, neither of those things are even remotely possible. But uh, no. go, go off, sis. You are he a visionary. He won't read the 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 words on the front of the envelope that says two. <laughs> he won't even get that far. Right, right in the incinerator, uh, yeah. right in his backyard. Mm. Uh, good luck to that guy with his awesome-sounding visionary film. Uh, a lot of people in that thread are just like, why don't you just make the movie? Like, if, if you're that much of a visionary, just make the fucking movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just not gonna do that. Sorry, I'm just literally not do, do not know how to do it. Uh, really, not good. really my thing. I'm more of a writer sure yeah not not ready to put on the uh not ready to sit in the chair yet mm -hmm. behind the behind the word we start start off as an oscar-winning writer and then i'll get, worry about that stuff later yeah then when people want to start writing for me yeah then when they want to send me their scripts then mm -hmm. I'll make the move yeah <laughs> sure great well another one of david lynch's wacky films is wild at heart you ever seen that one Oh no! All right. So I've that. seen. Okay, just to clarify, I've seen Mulholland Drive. Okay. And yeah, I think that I I start, I've started to watch Eraserhead several times, and it's you, just you not, and it's just people, not think, it's yeah. just not no. Yeah. So uh, it's just about a guy gets out of prison, meets up with his gal gal girlfriend, uh, and they end up uh, getting chased by some guys that are trying to kill him that were hired by his mom to kill him. Mm -hmm. Pretty good Sounds flick. Fun. Yeah, it's a fun little romp. Uh, Mm -hmm. found this one star review of wild at heart over on imdb this is one of the most disgusting retarded meaningless movies oh. i've ever seen i was about to get sick when watching it i can't believe nicholas cage took part in it i have no words to comment more than this however have to fulfill this requirement in order my post for my post to be approved movies like this should get banned or at the very least not earn any profit it is only killing, fucking, body parts, blood, etc. I am sick of violence all around us in real life. Now I have to watch two hours of such a mess? I thought this movie would present something wild in a good way. Unfortunately, only violence and nothing more. I have nothing else to say but waste my time watching this so-called quote-unquote movie. I did not even enjoy the play of Nicolas Cage. Simply disgusted from all this horror story. Um, and to that user, I say, uh, you can turn it off at any point. Yeah, you do not have to watch it. You're right. What uh, kind of wild were they expecting? Like a National <laughs> Geographic sort of. There wild was a there was a big talking alligator that uh, with sunglasses <laughs> on that they they had to drive across the country. Yeah, they had to get him from California to Florida so he could see his dad before he died. Um, uh, so that, yeah, I mean, honestly, this person sold me on the movie. It's not a. It's a good. You got Willem Dafoe playing an absolutely unhinged character in it. Uh, Weird. A, yeah. Can you believe that? With bad teeth. Hmm. Usually he's so hinged. It's <laughs> weird to imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you got a you got a uh, '80s Cage. Is that, '80s is that Cage. A fact? That's a that's a fun era of Cage. Uh, Lorna Dune. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what? What'd you say? <laughs> Lana Odoon? No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. <laughs> yeah. 
not Lana O'Doon. <laughs> That's a cookie, right? Lorna Dune is a cookie. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People seem to love that Laura Dern. Ah, they hmm. do. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those weird online things that I see people freaking out about. Anytime I see people like going out of their way to talk about an actor, uh, I'm, they're probably just fine, but <laughs> there's just been this weird conglomeration of minds to make them look. She was great in Jurassic Park, so I'll give her that. Uh, but uh, she got like an Oscar for a, a, a marriage story or whatever. Did she? What the fuck, man? Or a nomination, at least. Guys, come on. It's the gays. The gays are doing this, I think. She's got a, a big gay following. She did. She won an Academy Award for Marriage Story. Jesus hmm. Christ. I don't remember a word she said in that dog shit film. But great. I'm sure it was very powerful. I found a trio of great uh, reviews as well. These are all half-star reviews for some of his films from Letterboxd. Lucas Arndt said this about Eraserhead. Fuck you, David Lynch. You suck ass at making movies. Pretty sure there's supposed to be a plot within films. Meanwhile, David Lynch just throws together a series of mildly related shots and tells the audience to make up the story for themselves. I hate you, David Lynch. (laughs) Uh, A white Oreo said this about Mulholland Drive. Anyone who actually likes this piece of shit is fucking clueless and wants to seem smart. Emperor's new clothes, head asses, all of you. <laughs> I cannot put into words how much of a visceral reaction I had to this stupid fucking movie. Jesus fucking Christ. If I didn't hate Los Angeles enough before, this sealed the deal. Wow. And uh, finally, this review from uh, a woman named Kate. A movie made, made by a white man for other white men. Uh, don't touch me. I am disgusted <laughs> by this one. On so many levels, and the, quote, symbols in this film are a joke to me. I am sorry. Uh, I looked up Kate, and her choice for the best movie that she's ever seen is Frozen 2. Okay. Um, Okay. Probably Uh, made by a lot of white men would be my guess. Um, uh, And I think one woman, so... Good. They did have a woman involved with that. Yeah, they have con- contractually obligated to have a woman. Uh, the phrase "Don't touch me" is <laughs> such a concerning line to see in a movie review, no matter the context. Maybe that she is- was doing like audio <laughs> dictation, and there was just some guy nearby no, in the baby. library. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> her boyfriend that made her sit down and watch a David Lynch film was like, "No way, no, listen, no, baby, it's not- baby, baby." It's not all about rape and murder. It's you know, David, you're me. not you're not you're not giving him a bad review right now, are you? Babe, <laughs> babe. Oh my god, we talked about this. He's got the XXL Twin Peaks uh, shirt from Hot Topic on. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. A lot of good reviews on uh on Letterboxd for that. I got to start one. I got to start one just so I can see and comment on other people's cuz there's so you, much You don't you, you don't you don't need another social media thing. Okay. You know what? You're the boss. So. <laughs> like the, the, the amount you have is already, is uh, already a little too much. Too much. You're right. <laughs> User Lizard Queen 19 posted, my boyfriend ruined Twin Peaks for himself, and I am so upset to our mm, Twin Peaks. Okay. He finished season one and liked it, but wasn't excited to continue. Hey, sounds familiar. 
Hmm. He, he was on the right track storyline wise, but obviously not spot on because who was supposed to guess the outcome? So I asked him when he was going to start season two, and he decided to finally inform me that he had spoiled it for himself. He said, I Googled it three days ago and that Laura has quote unquote daddy issues. I hate that he spoiled it for himself. And it's so much more to the storyline than Laura having daddy issues with Leland and finding out who Bob is. Am I overreacting? I hung up the FaceTime call when he told me he Googled who killed Laura Palmer. Uh, remember the dog legs commented, I would not be okay with this. Make him start the show over. <laughs> Sarah Bud said, that's a deal breaker. Wow. And internet rando 12 added my deepest condolences. I would be beside myself, especially over the daddy issues. Also, obviously I don't know your boyfriend and he might be awesome as it can be, but boiling incest rape and murder to daddy issues might be a red flag hopefully he was just joking around hopefully but how could we possibly tell if he was yeah. just making a joke or not probably just look at this other this woman's other post to see how often she posts in our relationships so um mm. yeah uh the i like the uh the armchair psychology from my boyfriend does not want to watch a three decade old TV show uh, anymore. Yes. Uh, should I get rid of him? Uh, yes. For, for Dump his, his ass for his sake. I hope so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Boy, I just imagining like, <laughs> like I just watching something with my wife. And I'm like, you know, I think I'm done with this one. And then she posts about it online. <laughs> like, uh, ladies get this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's probably like most people. He was it, like, oh, okay, that was interesting. I guess, yeah, probably the main reason you watch something like that, and for a lot of people, is like just to find out what happened. So he's like, I'll just I'll just Google it. I don't know what any of this is talking about. I fortunately I don't feel like I've been spoiled because I don't remember any of these people involved. Yep. I don't remember the daddy storyline. I guess I didn't get to that, but um, uh, it seems this. I'm sure this guy would have been fine with watching that or something else at some point with the girlfriend. And, uh, <laughs> but not after this, I would assume. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. This was posted in a Facebook group for reviewing movies. Okay. Explain Mulholland drive to me or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Don't dumb it down into some vague shit. Explain Mulholland drive to me right now, or I'll literally fucking kill you. Why the fuck does nobody ever explain the Italians and the actress? Why do pe people keep having visions and not even important characters? Don't dumb it down or I'll fucking kill you. you know, this was posted in all caps, by the way. Yeah, cool. Was not addressed to anybody specifically. No, just anybody, anyone who saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to start sending emails. Yeah. Uh, uh, respond to this or I will fucking kill you. <laughs> The, uh, you have 18 hours to answer this email or i will find you and i will murder you your your children will will have no will have no father please consider answering this email right away just attach a photo of, of <laughs> shutterstock watermark photo of a gun to it yeah <laughs> well unfortunately for this uh facebook poster there's no explaining italians because those grease balls operate on a completely different layer of reality from everybody else. So. Yep, just very Lynchian, I would say. <laughs> the Italians, uh, yeah, they have twists and turns aplenty in their mm -hmm. dealings here on the uh, mortal coil for sure. Yeah.
Good God. <laughs> just like the idea is just calling out two characters in this movie of uh yeah, and those those WAP guys, what's their deal? <laughs> I need to know or I will kill someone. Or I will kill you, yes. <laughs> I cannot I cannot stress enough. <laughs> How much I will kill you if you do not explain the Italians to me right now. Great. Speaking of Mulholland Drive, user Chaucer started the thread titled Mulholland Drive over on Stormfront.org. Mm. Hi, everyone. Have any of you seen the movie Mulholland Drive? If so, what did you think of it? I rented it the other night and my friends and I couldn't get the theme of the movie, the message, if there was any. Maybe we missed out on something. Anyway, I would like to hear your opinions on this movie and perhaps what it's all about. User Anthony Finney replied, I think Lynch, purely by accident, made one of the best white nation films, Frank Herbert's Dune. The image of a small <sighs> band of disciplined white people fighting under the leadership of a charismatic warrior prophet is stirring. It is interesting that the enemy is a corrupt empire advised by a brutal female-only religious order and beholden to a guild of semi-human mutants who control space travel. Although everyone in this film is white, the conflict is easily transposed to a racial one. Since the freemen are described as tribe and the enemy forces are organized around clan royalties, mm. clan loyalties, excuse me, clan with a K. Mm -hmm. That's the freemen hordes possess superior moral fiber and control a commodity essential to space travel is, I think, the great metaphor to ponder for the us, the creators of everything that can be called civilization. In the movie, the visual cues make it obvious they are a white minority. So for that, if nothing else, I think this flick should be part of the white national <sighs> syllabus. That's a fun reading of that film. Um, not again. Haven't seen Dune yet. We have a new Dune coming this year. That's right. Which uh, the Lynch Lynch fans are uh, upset about, and the fans of the actual book are excited because it might actually do justice to the storyline this time. So yeah, uh, I'm. I've tried to read Dune a couple times. It's 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 like. It's apparently it's like the most read sci-fi novel of all time or something yeah, like that. Most, it just feels most sold too, or most read. It's, yeah. it's very clunky. You got I don't think you need eight pages describing the way the guy looks like uh Sting from the police, but you get it anyways. So it yeah, it just feels too it felt very uh it felt very dry, which I guess is great for all those all that sand that's in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, you really get a sense of it. That's right. Uh, and they also uh, they deal with spice, right? Yeah, Classic sci-fi shit. Yep, that's the stuff that uh, gives them powers and their spaceships and whatever. So Sure, yeah. yeah. It's like drugs too, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Stormfront, I found another one from there. This one's uh, user Krog Rush posted a thread titled Free Ovens Drop. I was experimenting with my new mixer and a way of doing music I haven't tried before. The results sounded sort of eerie, but I thought it was funny and it really grew on me. It almost has something David Lynch about it. Hmm. So I thought I'd upload it on SoundCloud. So if that is useful to anyone, it's available for free and for free grabs. Use however you see fit. Uh, the actual drop that he linked to is about nine seconds long. And it didn't really sound interesting, or I didn't really see what he was talking about. But while perusing his SoundCloud profile, uh, I found a very interesting song. Um, and I thought that our listeners might get a real kick out of it. 
The song is called Christian. If you would like to uh, play it for us, mm-hmm. it's called Six Million Jews Will Die. Boys and Zionists, let's talk a Zion piss. I've got the race to crucify. Don't try to play your tricks, you Jewish posters pricks. Cause those six million Jews will die. Six million didn't die, it was just one big lie. Too many holes to quantify. We'll cut your welfare off that you've been living off And then six million Jews will die A million ways to die We'll put a hundred and one in the oven of fun If you're Jewish, you will fry uh, Okay, I think we're just about good there <laughs> Wow so that is a uh, that apparently that's a cover of a million ways to die in the West. It seems. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, his his user image on SoundCloud yeah. is also very interesting. Yeah. What what are what are what are some names of the other songs that he has on his uh, his profile? There's some. There's some good ones. Let's see. We have obviously six million Jews, but that we have uh, "Hail the Führer," number three. We have "New Ovens," "The Day of the Rope Comes." We have "Fashy Pokemon." Hmm. Yeah. Um, looks like the number one song in here, "Hail the Führer," has 260 plays. Uh, he's got eight followers, so he's 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 a small, you know, these small artists on SoundCloud need. <laughs> Need all the help they can get. He's got nine now. Let's throw him a like here from the report to sure. SoundCloud. <laughs> oh boy, mm, that's an interesting find, boy. And uh, obviously, the new theme song for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, uh, have you reached out to him to redo the intro? Oh yet? my god! Yeah, <laughs> great, awesome. Really good uh, in uh, certain ways and bad, real bad in others. Great. In every other way, yes. <laughs> cool. Well, so user real fake username asked our Twin Peaks, why was the casting predominantly Caucasian? Mm. One thing eating me alive is how white, like me, the cast mm-hmm. was. We're talking about a writer-director team who captured the smallest things in ex- exquisite detail. It's hard for me to believe the casting was accidental. Any ideas what's going on here? For instance, David Lynch in real life is quite familiar with Eastern Washington State. We have a huge Hispanic presence here. But on the show, a Joan Chen here, a Michael Horse there, but mostly overwhelmingly white like me. I don't know what to think. I'm assuming positive intent here with the creative team, just genuinely puzzled. And Darth Scion 567 commented, why does this even matter? To which Kitty Minx added, Jesus Christ, this sub needs to be shut down for a week. Mm. So, not sure uh, who's that responding to the OP or to the OP, yeah, Darth oh. Scion, which yeah. is pretty fucking cool. Both of them responding to the OP. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess it's because it was a uh, what 
ABC show or Fox show from what 1992 or something like that. Yeah, it was an ABC show in the 90s. Uh, and I don't know. I don't. There wasn't really room for a African American character on it. I guess. Yeah. So. I mean, I would say that probably wasn't a lot of those kind of folks in in this town anyway. Uh, probably not. No. Not to say that you couldn't toss one in there. Nope, but he is right. There is a Joan Chen. You got a, a Josie Packard, the uh, Chinese American, and the Michael Horse who plays uh, God. What's he? Oh, forget his name. But he's the uh, Indian sheriff. She or Indian? Uh, uh, what's not a sheriff? Deputy who can like track mm-hmm. people. So that- Hawk. His name is Hawk on the show. And his real name is Michael Horse. Mm-hmm. That's yep. That's really cool. It's it's a little a little bit of a lazy Indian name, though. I gotta be <laughs> honest. <laughs> they kind of just they kind of gave up after a while. Oh my 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 son uh, John Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Dog Man is my uh, my brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say it probably has something to do with it. Um, I probably don't see a lot of diversity in. Uh, your Twin Peaks uh, fandom, sh- fandom. I was just say movies in general, but yeah, you're probably right as well. Uh, perhaps even most fandoms are predominantly white. Yep, yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah, I did imagine like a a guy from Baltimore who's really into Sherlock, <laughs> just like can't get enough of BBC's Sherlock. And what would that sound like? Nope. <laughs> So someone on Facebook shared a David Lynch meme that talked about life being a shit show. And that spawned this interaction. A gentleman named John said, a shit show would be so much more entertaining than my life, LMAO. Mm. And Pete said, so a shit shit show then? Mm. To which John said, that's a little more on target. My son is nonverbal autistic, and when he used to paint the walls of his room and shit, it was more enjoyable than waking up and dealing with my wife. Whew. <laughs> Just a uh, <laughs> a real bunch of uh, desperately sad people over on that social media Ooh, platform, my. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that about sums it up. Um, but, but hey. At least they got Twin Peaks to... to... At least they got memes, David Lynch <laughs> things, which I'm going to guess is not helping their life in any way. Nope. Probably not. Uh, doesn't seem like the kind of director you want to glom onto if you're looking to improve your life in any way. Nope. Probably not. No. You could uh, go uh, the Rob Reiner route, maybe. He makes some good feeling movies. So Like what? Uh, Miss, did he do Mrs. Doubtfire? No, that was a lady, wasn't it? All right, so the first one you did <laughs> just wrong, straight up wrong. Uh, any other movies that you can think of from Rob Ryan? Um, Meet Let's the see. Parents. Meet the Parents is that Rob Reiner? Hmm, let's look it up. Um, it had you know, uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, no, okay. So, oh, for two in terms of uh, you, you brought up a director specifically for his movies that are good and family friendly uh, in your oh, for two. <laughs> what else do we got? Um, 
Uh, what else has Rob Reiner directed? <laughs> Keep in mind that you're over two, so far. Indian in the cupboard. Oh man, you know what? That is actually possible. Uh, but I'm gonna say no on that one. Uh, but I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, and in fact, it was directed by Frank Oz. Okay. Which is not is an odd choice. Uh, that's that movie's uh, famous to me because I skipped school to go see it. <laughs> That's the only thing Very I famous to me. All right, I'm looking up Rob <laughs> Reiner's movies. Uh probably not the best director to choose. Stand by me, misery, of course. <laughs> Great family friendly, a few good men. Oh, getting the getting the kids around to sit down and watch them. Go ghosts of Bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Uh Oh my God! The first wives' club, hell yeah! Yeah, my my three year old loves the loves uh, <laughs> the first wife club. Great. Uh, so you were you were certainly on to not sure what, but you had some sort you know, of point. <laughs> the thing is, I don't I don't know much about nothing. So you know, and I'll stick. I'll stand by that. Great. Stand by me, directed by Rob Reiner. 